The photograph was taken in the study of our New York apartment. On first glance, it is a hallmark tableau of a happy, close-knit English family abroad. Fear not, though, it is anything but. The photo is originally intended for a newspaper, some odd publication whose name I can't remember, and for the purposes of artistic composition, we, the Pollens, have been arranged. Children centre-forward, parents at opposite corners of a linen sofa, set against an intellectually abstract wallpaper that seems very much of its time. Quizzical, a half-smile on his lips, my father looks athletic, in a grey suit over a pressed shirt. His cufflinks are enamel, his tie skinny, though not overly so. Dad's hair is bitter black, his skin pale, his nose from the Jewish side of the family. Heavily rimmed glasses lend him a bookish, if somewhat Clark Kentish look, but this is just so. When at home, he is the English square, a true blue of Eton and Oxford. When away, however, and he is often up, up and away, he is the superhero of the art world. Clues to his dual identity, the cowboy boots, the hair too long for his job, the gravitational force of his charm. Dad is the authoritarian, but also the instigator of the Sunday morning pillow fight. The president of the auction house bunking off work to take us to the movies. The esthete who believes in the majesty of a hot dog breakfast. And my mother? A Somerset Maugham beauty, whose complexion remains English rose, despite growing up under the blistering African sun. She wears a necklace of three jade strands and a wraparound jersey dress whose psychedelic print is tastefully muted. When she laughs, and she's laughing now, her eyes crease to happy, and her hair, rich as carob, swings under her chin. My mother, a volunteer teacher in Harlem, is a hundred percent love and roast chicken picnics in the park. She is the draftsman of boundaries, the rule maker, the advocate of a prettily said thank you. At home, where she is almost always to be found, she is the answer to every question, the entity around which our stratospheric demands orbit. Custodian of the bedtime story, coper, secret smoker, it is my mother who is the moral backbone of the family, then, now, and forevermore. But lo, what do we have here, perched so coyly on the sofa arm behind her? Eldest child in her patent Mary Janes, so very clean and polished. Hair black as bog earth, complexion clear as water. Eldest child is serious, clever, the prism through which every first-time parental neurosis has been filtered. She is neither smiling nor laughing. She is a million emotions away from joy, and though we are not done with her, not by any means, enough of the spotlight on Sister Susie. It's time to pay attention to the photo's bottom right-hand corner, where little Marcus, that eminently kissable lambkin of God, is straddling a red plastic London bus, with the unquestioning delight for public transport that only a four-year-old can muster. Apart from his pudding bowl of black hair, 
Yes, again, with the hair color. There's nothing noteworthy about youngest child. So, what's noteworthy about the photograph in the first place, you might wonder? Why the inch-by-inch inch scrutiny, the wordy discourse? Here's what's special about this New York Hasselblad moment. I am. I am what's special. Me. Right there, sitting between my parents on the sofa. Between my parents. See how I am the absolute focus of their interest? Note, if you will, that this very shutter second, recorded if not for posterity, then certainly for the painful longevity of my sibling's existence, represents the outcome of a desperate and bloody battle. In other words, it's the happiest moment of my life.